0: I'm not from Miller, I'm not from Chicago. A lot of friends would say all that. It's close enough, right? It gives you an idea. No, I'm from Gary. Gary, Indiana? Yeah, Gary, Indiana. So Miller was an established community, wealthier, you know, more of the executives from the mills. A lot of people had been there for a long time. It was a nice area. Aetna's a kind of the other side of the tracks here on the east side of Gary. There's Miller, Aetna, and Ryan. Uh, it was more of a blue-collar neighborhood. Etna kind of sprung up out of nowhere in the 50s. As a result of an expansion at the at U.S. Steel, there were parts of Aetna that had been around for a long time. In fact, there's a, an ammunition plant that dates to the 19th century in Aetna. But there were only a few older homes, literally a handful, maybe less than 10. A couple of them were pretty nice. A couple of them still stand. In the 50s, with the great expansion in the employment at the mills, there were a lot of new uh, people that came in, and uh, Otto Fifield, Was a real estate developer. He built just about every house in Aetna. Uh, And in fact, amongst the different houses in Aetna, we were one of the fortunate ones that had a basement. You know, on our block, there were basements in all the houses. But most of the houses in Aetna, if you drive through there, were little tiny houses built on slabs. By today's standards, our house was tiny too, but not compared to to the others. You know, as a child, it was a pretty uh, white neighborhood. I'm trying to remember in, in elementary school, Mrs. Cotton, she was my first grade teacher at Aetna, and she was black. And I'm sure that's the first black person I ever knew or met. She didn't make it through the year. And I don't know if it was because she left because she was uncomfortable or if she was actually asked, you know, let go. It infuriated my mother because Mrs. Cotton, first of all, there was no reason that she shouldn't have continued to be my teacher. That was bad enough. But every time she'd see me write, she would remember that that was the only person that ever was trying to teach me proper penmanship And as a left-hander, I was beginning to learn how to not drag my hand across the page. And when Mrs. Cotton left, all that went by the wayside. And I never did learn how to write properly after that. During the time that we were there is when the white flight began in Gary. So I was born in 59. Richard Hatcher became the mayor in 1968. What we know today, of course, is that began a process of of what's called the white flight, the great white flight from, from Gary. So I remember my dad telling stories about that, not... Fond ones. We stayed. The family wasn't, had no intention of leaving. By the 80s, there was a lot of crime in our neighborhood. We were out of school, out of college, and uh, there was a number of break-ins at their house, and we really thought it was unsafe, and we persuaded my mom and dad to move to Miller, or move somewhere, and as Miller was as far as we could get them to go, so they stayed in Gary, and it was unfortunate because they made their last payment on a 30-year mortgage one month, and then had the brand new mortgage the, the next month, so I killed my mother. I fought hard to avoid becoming a cynic, because as I got older, so I had the, you know, the thought: racism and bigotry can only hold us back so long. I thought, well, it it does take time, you know, and a generation needs to pass, twenty years maybe, or whatever it's going to take. We got to get through all the folks that, you know, grew up with their biases and their and their bigotries, and then things will be different. and And maybe they are, and certainly they are in a lot of ways, but unfortunately not in a way that has created a profound change in the city. Here we sit 40 years later, and honestly it seems like we've taken more steps backwards than we have forward on balance in that 40 years.